Clayco. King Clayco, baby. King of Clayco. King of Clayco, man. I'm here with the King of Clayco attorney, Danny Nagel, from the Nagel Law Firm. How you doing today, Danny? Doing good, man. Uh, feeling blessed, staying busy, helping the community, man. Every day it's a new opportunity to help people out. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Who is Danny Nagel? Where did it all start for Danny Nagel? Yeah, man. Uh, born and raised in Clayton County. I tell people half jokingly, like when I die, I'm going to get a tombstone. It's going to say hashtag Clayco from birth to dirt. Um, grew up on a north side in Forest Park, uh, lived in almost all the major cities in Clayton County. Most recently moved from uh, Lovejoy to the Jonesboro area, went to Forest Park High School, class of 02, attended Clayton State University for a little while. Um, and just, just ever since uh, graduating and starting my legal career, I've always been around the uh, Clayton Southern Crescent area. Awesome, awesome, awesome. How did you get started in the attorney field? Um, it's weird, man, and it's so cheesy because so many people say this, but uh, I, I always knew I was going to be a lawyer. It's not because I liked arguing or anything. It's, it really was um, uh, the, the movie uh, A Few Good Men, and there was another uh, law movie that my uh, dad liked reading books a lot. Uh, I didn't particularly like reading those types of books because they were adults and I was a kid, but uh, just watching the movie and kind of figuring things out mentally because uh, I'm not good, I uh, can't hammer a nail, can't draw a circle to save my life. Um, decent at math, but that's not what I wanted to do, so it didn't really leave much option for me other than uh, going into the legal field, and, uh, and I just like doing it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, you, you, you went into the legal field, you're a family man. Yep. Family man. Yep. All of that. Tell us about, uh, tell us about how, what made you go into the direction mm -hmm of targeting accidents? Sure, so I started my legal career uh, basically being a public defender for misdemeanors in, uh, in Henry County. Uh, did that for about a year, then I worked in the district attorney's office in Clayton County for three and a half years. And uh, I had pretty much done everything that I had needed to do to accomplish, uh, tried cases, wrote appeals, um, you know, did everything there that I could potentially do um, and, and to be fair, it was also a mixture of work environment. It just wasn't the right place for me anymore. I had a friend in law school say, hey, do you want to come and help people and make a good living for you and your family? I had two small children at the time, and uh, I just made the leap. And the, the, the funny thing is, I actually tell people, I still call clients victims because they are. They're victims of other people's negligence. So the same kind of mindset and characteristics that I used when I was in the DA's office is the same mindset and characteristics and skills that I use in my personal injury practice. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, with your practice, are you a solo practitioner? Do you have a firm? Mm -hmm. Do yep. you work with multiple attorneys in your firm? That's sure, sure. So as of right now, I am the only attorney in my firm. So when you call my firm and you deal with my firm, I am the lawyer assigned to your case. I'm the lawyer, I'm the businessman, I'm the owner, I'm everything. Uh, I do have a team of seven other people, uh, four of them in Atlanta, and then I have some people that work in uh, South America that help us do administrative things. Uh, but uh, I'm the only lawyer right now, um, and, and so when you're, when you're dealing with my firm, you're not, you know, it's not somebody that's never going to talk to you and never going to actually know who you are. You actually get to deal with the person who has their name on the door themselves. Um, and so I, I pride myself in that. Uh, we, we service a lot of people on the south side in the Clayton, Henry, Fayette County areas. 
um, and, and most of them are high school classmates or referral from high school classmates who trust me to represent them, their friends, and their family members. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. That's our focus. ViStar Credit Union. Do good. Bank better. Welcome to the all-new Kim May State Farm Agency, located at 102 Vincent Avenue in Stockbridge, Georgia, next to the Kroger Plaza on Flippin' Road and Hudson Bridge. Recognized by the city of Stockbridge for her community service, Kim specializes in auto, home, and life insurance. We also offer investment and financial planning services, as well as mortgages and refinancing. As an award-winning State Farm agent, Kim's strive is to be one of South Metro Atlanta's leaders in business with a team of qualified professionals in customer service, sales, and compliance, Covered by Kim continues to lead the way in giving clients quality service to meet their needs. Call us today at 770-282-6622 for your free home, auto, life, or small business insurance quotes. Follow us online at all social media platforms at Covered by Kim, or for more information, visit our website at CoveredByKim.com. Are you Covered by Kim? Attorney Danny Nagel, Nagel Law Firm, Clay County. Clayco. Man, tell us about Clayco, man. Man, I, I just I just been here my whole life, man. Uh, it's where uh, I, my mom went to high school here. I went to high school, graduated here. My mom graduated here. My brother graduated here. Um, I haven't really, I never really needed to go anywhere else. It's like everything I need is right here. Uh, my friends, my family, my wife's family. Um, there was really no need to go anywhere else. Uh, it's very, very uh, diverse. Uh, you can get any type of food, any type of business, anything you need is around, it's around here. So, you know, it just led me to stay here. Bought my first house in Lovejoy in 2009, right when I was starting law school. And then uh, 10 years later, bought my house in, uh, in the Jonesboro area. And so, uh, you know, we're central to everybody. We're like the hub for my family and my wife's family. So. I'm not going nowhere. Not going nowhere. Not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, really, you actually earned the title King of Clayco. I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, look, it's not meant to downplay other people or anything like that. It was, right. it was just kind of a joke that was kind of given to me because everywhere I go, when I when I talk to them, they're like, "Oh, where are you from, Clayco?" Uh, and I tell them my experience, I tell them my background and things like that. And then they're like, do you know where such and such is? Yeah, I know where that is. Do you I used to work at Papa John's when I was in high school, so I know all the streets. Uh, and they were like, well, do you know so-and-so? Yeah, I know so-and-so. They went to my high school or they went to a high school and, and then we met, you know, some type of way. So, uh, you know, when people see me, they really do think like, oh, Clayton County, like th that's how they associate me. And so, uh, you know, I'm not saying uh, I'm gonna tell people what to do or anything, but it's just the way that I embody where I'm from. Right, right, right. Now, in 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 Clayton County is growing. Right. Clayton County is growing. Yep. Now, tell us tell us a little bit about your plan um, because you took a new approach mm -hmm. as far as how you reach people. You know, 
Correct. You're actually a lot of a lot of law, lawyers, law firms. They take the approach of, hey, I do my marketing, I put it out on online on my Google on my website. You're actually taking a different approach. And right. You're known as like one of the hottest TikTok lawyers <laughs> in the south side of Atlanta, if not Metro Atlanta, because right. your TikTok is blowing up. So tell yeah. us about the strategy behind that and how what, how it was designed to right. reach those that you're trying to reach. <clears throat> really, when I, when I when I started thinking about you know doing social media, uh, a lot of lawyers or businesses use it to get clients. That's not my goal. Uh, my goal is to a do what I like doing, which is spreading awareness and education, and b having fun with it. So if you look at my TikTok page, uh, I make fun of uh, fake lawyer awards, or I make fun of themes or motifs that other lawyers l use because I don't think that we make fun of ourselves enough or we take ourselves too seriously and it's like bro we are literally just human beings uh, we have gone to a trade school to learn a trade just like a mechanic just like a plumber just like an electrician uh, the only difference is there are a lot of uh, barriers to entry to become a lawyer versus a barrier of entry to becoming a plumber or a mechanic right uh, so for me my, my goal was to just have fun with it and do things that other lawyers either uh, can't do or won't do because they are stuck in this traditional mold of, you know, billboards, radio, uh, television. Um, again, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not what I want to do. I want to distinguish myself, get out on the streets, have conversations with people, uh, ask them questions, have funny blooper moments, like actually interacting with people and, and, and doing things that help the community because who does a radio advertisement help? It doesn't help anybody. Who does a TV ad help? It doesn't help anybody. Billboard doesn't help anybody. I'm out there actually helping people and educating them so because I'm confident that even if I give them this information for free, they're still gonna need a lawyer. A mechanic can tell you how to drop a transmission all they want, but you're still gonna need a, a, an experienced mechanic to do it. So that, I'm, I'm not threatened by giving away information for free. Uh, in fact, it, it helps them trust me a lot more than other business owners. That is awesome. That is awesome. It, it kind of falls in line. You asked me um, when I walked in here, um, how do we how do we get our network out? Right. And you said, <clears throat> you know, do we do you know what what are we doing? I kind of said our ground game. You mm -hmm. know, shaking hands, meeting, mm -hmm. working in the community. So how why, why does be working in the community? play such a large value to what you're doing in your platform? Um, because for me, you have to have a sense of pride of where, where you're from. Um, you know, it doesn't matter your circumstances or, or whatever else, like you are shaped in the environment in which you grow up and you can make the best of it or you can blame your circumstances on that. But either way, it shaped who you are. And I've been fortunate enough to uh, be what I would consider successful. Uh, and so I don't think I would be where I am without the environment in which I got here. And so it's important for me to show other people and reach out to them and show them like you also can be successful. You don't have to uh, turn to this or that or whatever the case may be. You can be successful um, no matter where you are. And so I, I think it's important for people to see that and have somebody to, to point to and be like, that guy did it. You know what I mean? And so again, it, it's more of a uh, personal relationship with people and, and, and spreading the sphere of influence that way because the more people I help, the more people they're going to tell. 
now you also have a multicultural approach mm -hmm. in your platform mm -hmm. where you're reaching african-americans mm -hmm. whites mm -hmm. hispanics right. asians yep you, you you're taking a different approach where mm -hmm. it's kind of like almost like a black church white church <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're kind of saying you know yeah. what screw that crap yeah i'm taking the approach of serving people yeah what made you go in that direction <clears throat> uh because because again, Clayton County is so diverse, most of my friends are either Asian, Hispanic, or black. Do I have some white friends? Of course I do. But, uh, you know, I, I speak Spanish fluently. My wife is from Mexico. Um, I, I, I enjoy uh, the Vietnamese culture. I have a lot of Vietnamese friends. Um, I know some words in Vietnamese. I'm not going to say them, but I know some. Uh, just by hanging around them and, and I don't know something inherently in me I enjoy other cultures and we're not the, the great thing about the law is I'm not restricted in who I can help you know it doesn't matter what your cultural background is if you get into a wreck the insurance companies are going to try to mess with you and so you know I'm here to say like I, I'm, I will educate you and I will help you and it doesn't matter your immigration status it doesn't matter your cultural background uh, my law firm is here to help all of those in need. And I think it works just because I'm able to appreciate uh, people on their level and not think like, oh, just because I'm a lawyer, I, I'm better than everyone else. It's like, no, I'm not. Again, I went to a trade school, uh, which is not a diss on law schools at all, but in reality, it is a trade school where we learned a trade and a skill uh, with our mind and our, and our words and our writing. Uh, and so I, I want that access to be uh, available to everyone. So you actually got it out of the mud. Yeah. Concrete. <laughs> concrete, <laughs> mud, concrete. whatever you want to call it, man. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. You know, people, people can, again, people can harp on their situation, whether they had it good or whether they had it bad. And, you know, that leads to bad circumstances. And they say, well, you know, I'm where I am because of that. Uh, or you can be successful and say, I am where I am because of that. And uh, I chose the latter. I, I think that uh, I'm fairly successful and, and good at what I do because of those circumstances. Uh, I would never say like, you know, I had it worse than anybody else uh, because everybody has their ups, everybody has their downs, everybody has their flaws, everybody has their good time. I always had a roof over my head and uh, food on the table. You know, what, what could I possibly complain about when there's people who don't even have that? Um, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm never going to complain about past uh, circumstances. I'm just going to stay focused on achieving, succeeding, and uh, helping those uh, who need it. Five tips mm -hmm. you would give to someone seeking a lawyer, dealing with the insurance company, dealing with starting. <clears throat> I just got in an accident. Right. What are five tips you would give? Sure. I mean, you always have to have documentation, right? When I talk to clients, I spend more time talking to clients in the beginning than, than just about any other law firm probably will uh, because I'm on a fact-finding mission and uh, I need to educate them. So number one is, you know, do you want your lawyer to go to court with evidence or without evidence? They always say with evidence. All right, cool. Document it. Make sure you call the police and get it documented. It doesn't matter how small it is. You don't want a situation where the other driver says, I never even touched their car. Now what? Because an insurance company is not going to take your word for it. Uh, number two, take photographs and video evidence. Again, the more documentation you have, the stronger your case will be. 
Uh, number three is you need medical documentation. So you not only need documentation that it happened, but you need medical documentation of your injuries. And again, it doesn't matter how injured, whether it's a small injury or a large injury, the insurance company is not gonna take your word for it. You have to get it documented. Uh, I would say number four is get in touch with, a, with an attorney. Uh, and how you do that is just talk to them. If you call a law firm and you speak to someone who is not a lawyer, ask to speak to a lawyer. If, if, they, if they say anything but yes, one moment please, hang up. Because that means that they're not going to have uh, someone dedicated enough to know your name, your facts, your circumstances, or anything like that. It's not a knock on big firms, that's just their business model. They have a team of people who answer phone calls because they're so busy. That's fine, there's nothing wrong with that, but if, you, if that's what you want, but if you want a lawyer to talk to you and explain your rights and what the first 10 steps are gonna be, then ask to speak to the attorney, uh, and when you call my firm, it's going to be me, I'm the business owner, we are gonna have a conversation, and then I'm not gonna push you to sign our contract or our intake docs. I say, listen, this is a very big, <coughs> excuse me, this is a very big deal for you. If you need to talk to a loved one or a family member or whoever, take that time, but just know you only have X amount of days before it starts to affect your case. And most of the time they say, I've talked to you enough, I feel comfortable, let's do it. Man, it's kind of like the reverse of the other question, right? The top, <laughs> the top three mistakes they do is they don't document it, so that just covers everything, right? They don't document it. An another one is they wait too long. Um, I had a client who waited, uh, the statute of limitations in Georgia is two years, so that means you have two years to file your claim and get it resolved or you have to have a lawsuit and, and serve the defendant. He waited one year, 11 months, and three weeks. So I had basically seven days to settle his case. Um, we did it. We settled it for the maximum of the at-fault driver and his insurance policy. We settled it in three days. Uh, but I mean, it, I had to get him to sign a waiver saying like, hey, it ain't my fault if we don't get this done in time. Uh, so no documentation, wait too long, and then, uh, they just hire the wrong, the wrong lawyer. Um, and it, the crazy thing about Georgia is any lawyer can say they do personal injury uh, because it's a very, very uh, lucrative industry for, for, for my colleagues and myself. But the, but the problem is lawyers say they do personal injury, but they don't know what they're doing. So they will jack your case up. If you see an attorney who has six or seven different types of area law that they practice, they probably do not have enough specialization in personal injury to help you. Uh, that's 99.99% of what we do. Uh, I do. The Youth Life Center of the Arts is a trailblazing organization dedicated to adolescent care, specifically tailored for youth who are too advanced for daycare but not ready to be left home alone during out-of-school times. We provide performing arts-based programs, innovative learning, and life skills development to help prepare adolescents for the real world. With over 10 years of experience, owner and founder Ms. Clarissa Winston and her team creates a safe environment that empowers youth to find their voice and discover their gifts. Get your child 
involved today. Follow us on social media at the Youth Life Center to stay connected and get up-to-date info on resources we provide. Call us today at 770-272-5086 or email us at info at the youthlifecenter.org to get your child registered for our after-school program. For more information, visit youthlifecenter.org. Are you ready to enhance the best in you? Then Sculptures Body Spa at 885 Highway 138 West in Stockbridge, Georgia can help you achieve just that. With over 35 years combined medical experience, we hope to be someone you can trust while you make important decisions about improving your health while enhancing your appearance. Our goal is to help you be the best you inside and out. It's our desire to help you reach your health goals by addressing your problem areas and creating a personal treatment plan with real Realistic goals for optimal results. You will enjoy your body sculpting treatments and spa therapies in a private and cozy atmosphere. Expect a peaceful, calming, and comfortable environment for your session while light, relaxing music being played. Our greatest reward is establishing close relationships with our clients and hearing news of the compliments they receive on their natural and refreshed appearance. For more information, call Sculptures Body Spa at 470-377-2552 or visit our website sculpturesbodyspa.com Part 3 Yep Attorney Danny Nagel Yes sir King Clayco <laughs> Nagel's Law Firm Yeah Man Alright so Mr. Nagel What What What's You've established ground Yep Reaching people Yep You 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 Touch modern what, what people call modern marketing mm-hmm. you, you You seem to have Mastered that um, where, because you're part of the sandwich generation, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, run that by me again? You're part of the sandwich generation, right? What is that? Uh, the sandwich generation is like the new generation, okay. the old generation, and the generation of now. Okay. So you're part of the now generation, I'll say. Yeah. Because you're over 35, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. Correct. All right. Yep. So you're part of the sandwich generation. Yep. And the sandwich generation, it puts you between uh, technology Right. Uh, old way of doing things. Correct. All right? Yep. So what, what made you recognize, hey, man, in this day and age, I got to make an effort to, you know, bridge the gap between the old way and the new way? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, I think it's my immaturity. Um, I, I'm still hip to the lingo that, that, that young folks use. And it, it's crazy, man, because... Uh, there's no reason that somebody my age should know the words, the phrases, the memes, the music, all of that stuff that I know. It's like people who are in their, eight, you know, between the ages of 18 and 27. But I still know it because uh, I, I don't know. I like it. Uh, at some point, will it become uncool? I don't know. Maybe. I really don't care. Uh, it's what I like doing. So, uh, you know, I remember a story, or not a story, I remember an experience when I was in the DA's office and uh, we were prosecuting a gang and the text message said something to the effect of, you know, we pulled up and got some gas and then ran off on the plug. Uh, I was working with somebody else who didn't understand what that meant. So we went to go interview this person. He was like, you know, why were you getting gas? Like, what were you doing at a gas station? And uh, I just looked at him like, hold on, bro, I got this. I was like, what he's saying is he went to go buy some marijuana 
from his drug dealer and then they took off without paying him. And then you could see, you, <laughs> you could literally see the, the gang member look at me like, what in the heck? How do you know that? I'm like, yeah, dude, don't, don't get it confused. Like, I know what, I know what it says. Um, so I guess it's, it's, it's a little bit of immaturity and, and a little bit of just wanting to stay relevant. Um, and, and, and you're right, like it is a sandwich generation. Um, you know, technology started really moving in kind of in my, later than my formative years, but you know, early 20s is when it really started picking up um, versus now, like my children, like they know how to operate iPads and Xboxes and Playstations and all that stuff easily. What's next for what's next for attorney Daniel? Long term, long term um, I have put out there that I want a, I want to have a library named after me. That's my long term goal is to have a library, do so much in the community that uh, a building, an institution of learning, an institution of knowledge is named after you. That's my that's my long term goal. Um, I think it's achievable. Uh, I think that I will be able to get there if I continue down the road of helping people and being the staple in the community that I have been and that I'm going to continue to be. Um, in the short term, it's just continuously getting the word out there like, hey, um, you, know, I'm just, you know, I'm a regular guy. I have the knowledge to help you. You can trust me because there's a lot of distrust for lawyers uh, and especially personal injury lawyers. I've had clients who say, <clears throat> you know, I had, a, I had a case four or five years ago with XYZ lawyer and they took all the money. I'm like, well, look, I'm the business owner. If I did that, I wouldn't get referrals. Most of my business is referrals. So somebody referred you to me, correct? Then that means that they had a positive experience with me. So short-term goal is continue that, keep growing the brand, keep growing uh, my sphere of influence. But long-term is uh, to have a library named after me. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I got. I have good comebacks, but you, you got me with the library. So, yeah. All right. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lofty goal. Very lofty. Very lofty. Mm -hmm. Now, you're a car lover. Mm-hmm. I like cars. Well, car, tell us about this passion for cars that you have outside <coughs> of law. What do you like to do outside of being a lawyer? Outside of being, you know. <coughs> The Danny Nagel that we sure. Um, recently, man, I got into uh, uh, working out, but it's not like lifting weights. Uh, I've got a bat back. Uh, I have a trainer uh, that comes to the crib uh, three days a week. Um, shout out to KO Fitness. Uh, we do uh, we do boxing and kickboxing, and so I've been doing that for just over a year now. Um, I can definitely see a difference. And uh, I mostly did that because uh, one of my best friends put me on, put me on to uh, working out. And so I, it, it, I enjoy it. We do it during the middle of the day during lunch break. So it gives me a time to kind of get out frustration and, and get, the, get the blood flowing again in the middle of the day. Um, other than that, man, I, I enjoy fantasy football uh, and sports. And uh, I like cars. My, my favorite car, I don't have it yet, and it's so so random but it's a fox body 5.0 uh ford mustang that's i want to have like a project car i don't know how to work on them but my best friend does so we will he will teach me as he does it 
Um, but that's, that's kind of like my dream car. I don't know when it happened or why it happened, but the 5.0 Fox body Ford Mustang uh, is a badass car to me. Yeah. What's up with that, man? Yeah. Georgia yeah. Georgia I am. Uh, look, man. I represent the hometown, home team at every every opportunity. Uh, if it's if it's an interstate thing, Georgia, Georgia Tech, then I go for UGA. My grandmother's from Athens. Uh, I went to Athens for a little while uh, in undergrad, but then transferred to Georgia State. So I I, I can lay claim to it. I have roots there, and I went there for at least a little bit. Um, but anything home team, man, Atlanta, the Braves, the dogs, uh, if the dogs aren't in it, then the Jackets, the Hawks, uh, I remember Mookie Blaylock, Christian Leitner, Steve Smith, Tyrone Corbin, uh, playing the Bulls in the playoffs, Matumbo, uh, in the, in the mid nineties, uh, against Jordan. I remember that man, anything home team. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've got a big old G on the back. I call it my, uh, redneck truck. It's a lifted Ford F-150. It's jacked up eight inches. So if you see me out there, black F-150 with a giant G on there, that's me. All right. Last but not least. Yes. How do our audience follow you online? Where can they find more about you online? Sure. And how can they stay tuned in with you with social media for up-to-date yep. on Danny Nagel and the Nagel Law? For sure, man. Um, <clears throat> all of my social media is at danny.nagel.atl. D-A-N-N-Y period N-A-G-E-L period A-T-L. That's uh, Instagram, Facebook page, YouTube, uh, TikTok, all that stuff. Um, my law firm is G-A-R-E-C, like Georgia Rec, G-A-W-R-E-C-K.com. Because if you're in Georgia and you get into a wreck, uh, I know this is cheesy, but I'm going to get you that check. I don't use that. I think it's super cheesy, but I just threw it out here because we're freestyling. I just threw it out there because we're freestyling. Uh, my phone number, 844-G-A-R-E-C, 844-429-7325. Email address is daniel at garec.com. And if you call my law firm, it goes directly to me. So you will, you will be calling me. You won't be calling a receptionist or anyone like that. It'll go straight to me. Anything else you'd like to leave our audience before we cut this thing out, man? No, man. I just want to say, uh, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to speak to, to your audience and to you, man. You guys are doing a lot of great things in the community. Uh, a lot of friends and family members have talked really well about you guys, and I see the groundwork that you guys have put in, and I think that's why, like, we match that same energy. Like, it's a good groundwork, and uh, I look forward to working with you guys and doing things in the future. Awesome, man. We thank you for taking the time out with us. Game Changers Media Network, Attorney Danny Nagel. Check him out. Fall edition, uh, Game Changers Magazine, coming October 12th. Buy Star Credit Union, Georgia Market President, Gene Armstrong, on the cover of one of our feature stories, Danny Nagel. Yeah. All right.